Hello, it is Sunday, May 30th. I am Trent Reinsmith, and this is another edition of the Daily Come On Now MMA podcast. Start off with uh, Alexander Volkanovsky for today. And this was something I didn't expect, kind of shocked by it, and hopefully it turns out okay for him. And this is what he had to say that has me concerned. I just did a strength session. I was on the Airdyne bike, the assault bike. Tell you what, that got uncomfortable. I don't know if it's the bloody cold air in Australia because it's freezing here. We came from Vegas where it's boiling hot. We tried to do this outside, the assault bike. It absolutely rocked me. I don't know if it's because of COVID or it's just the cold weather, but damn, it trashed me. So Volkanovski is going to fight Brian Ortega at some point. That fight is not scheduled, which is a positive for, for, for Volkanovski right now, I think. Um, but this is concerning because if he's, if his health and cardio is in in a bad spot, well, he's in a bad spot. And if his health and cardio is in a bad spot, he probably shouldn't fight Brian Ortega. And the big concern is that the UFC is not going to do anything about this. I asked the UFC about this early on in the COVID-19 pandemic got no answer asked nevada state athletic commission as well got no answer the reply from the commission was they had no uh, intention of adding any kind of tests at that time uh, if something would change and the suggestion would be to add some tests they would do so but as of now standard protocol for getting fighters medicals for fight for events i asked uh, again the ufc and the nsac the same question before the Colby Covington fight, because as we know, he's a long hauler and struggled to get better. And again, no reply. So I'm not expecting that Volkanovski is going to go through uh, some some additional tests. <sighs> and if it, it happens, it will be it'll be welcome. I would hope the UFC would announce that they're doing so because it it addresses a lot of concerns. But the UFC and Nevada State Athletic Commission seem to um, do the least amount they can when it comes to health and safety. The UFC, uh, and this is something I've spoke about many times, will tell you they are health and safety first, but when you try and look for proof of that, all you get is that Dana White claims that there's never been a serious injury or death in the UFC, which I would ask you, what does the UFC consider a serious injury? Because we've seen people concussed, that's a serious injury. We've seen people have their legs snapped in half. That's a serious injury. We've seen people have limbs snapped from submissions, also a serious injury. And, you know, some people would consider something as small as a, a, a cut that requires a lot of stitches as a serious injury. Now, we know the cut is mostly cosmetic, but I don't think you can say the same about a concussion or about a, a limb snapping. That's not that's not a cosmetic injury. Anything other than a cosmetic injury, I think, would be considered a serious injury to most people. Dana White seems to think death is the only thing that's a serious injury, from what I can gather. So no death in the UFC as of yet, but I think that has mostly been because of luck more than anything. So sooner or later, that luck is going to run out, and the UFC is going to have a lot to answer for. So why wouldn't you want to make sure your fighters are as healthy and safe as possible? You should. 
And to do that, I would say the UFC should use the uh, PI for what it's intended for, and that is to care for athletes. And so when you have someone like uh, an Alexander Volkanovsky or a Colby Covington, someone who has suffered COVID-19 and had a hard time getting over it, over it um, run them through as many tests as you can, even if those tests seem to be uh, redundant or stupid or nonsensical. If they check you know, lung capacity, uh, your heart health, your brain health, at least it sets a kind of a baseline for that. And I would do that with every fighter. You should get them in there, get them in the PI, and give them baseline tests. And then when they suffer an injury, when they go through a, a weight cut, when they get concussed, well, then run those tests again and compare them to the baseline. And when they, if they don't meet the baseline, well, then they get suspended until they meet the baseline. That's what the UFC should do if it cared about health and safety as much as it claims. It does not do that. And so all those words that White says are just empty words. Um, so I would hope that something's going to change with the fighters, with at least the fighters who have gone through COVID-19. I would hope that something would change with all the fighters because... If the PI is not there to help all the fighters, what's it there for? Is it there just to get fighters healthy enough to to fight? Is it there as a perk for certain fighters who can afford to fly out to Vegas and stay there? Is it nothing but a pretty building to, to train in? I don't know. But I know that fighters like Colby Covington and Alexander Volkanovsky should not have should not go through the same tests that any other fighter goes through to to see if they're healthy enough to fight after they've had long-haul effects with with uh, COVID-19. But they're going through the same tests, and I think uh, that's going to catch up to the UFC sooner rather than later. I hope I'm wrong, but as with many things with the UFC and what I think, I, I don't think I'm wrong on this one. Jorge Masvidal announced his first bare-knuckle fighting uh, promotion, his first fight card. It's going to be headlined by uh, Jason Knight and Charles Bennett, I believe. And my question on this one is, what's the pay structure? Because if you recall, Jorge Masvidal was one of those folks who spoke up uh, and spoke loudly that he was getting ripped off by the UFC in pay. So I would hope that Masvidal is a man of his word here and, and does not rip off the folks that are fighting under his promotion. But if he's following the lead of the promoters that he's seen and dealt with, mostly Dana White here, then he's definitely going to rip off the fighters because what he sees and knows is that the promoter gets 80% or more of the cut and the fighters get 20% or less of the cut. Uh, I would... I would hope Masvidal is going to be transparent in, in how he pays his fighters and what the split is and how everything shakes out. That would be his best bet. I'm not counting on it because he doesn't have to. And so if you don't have to, why would you other than to make everyone feel pretty good that you're operating above board? I think, uh, I think the fighters would like to know that. I think the media would definitely like to know that. And I think some of the fans would like to know that because these folks are out there trading their health for money. And the person making the money, in this case, Jorge Masvidal and whoever he's partners with, 
are not trading any uh, health for money. They're trading their name for money and then um, abusing these folks for money. So the split here, if Masvidal is uh, has any kind of honor and wants to treat folks like he would like to be treated, the split will be close to 50-50. Am I counting on that? Again, no. Am I counting on it to be revealed? No. I'm counting on it to probably be the same as the UFC because that's what Masvidal knows and he knows it can be done and he knows that there's money to be made by exploiting other fighters. I hope I'm wrong. It's a pretty scummy move if I'm not wrong. So hopefully Masvidal will stand up and you know reveal what the splits are and, and what the fighters are getting and, and how much he's getting and how it all breaks down. Do that and everybody will feel pretty good about how this is. Don't do that, and everybody's going to expect that you're ripping people off the same as most other promoters, especially Dana White, rip people off. Just something to think about. If you're a fighter potentially exploiting other fighters, that's a, a pretty shitty thing to do. Colby Covington. Colby Covington, um, I've come to believe, is not a smart man or a self-aware man. Um, he shows that, I think, on the regular and he did so again. Uh, he spoke to MMA Roasted, and he said this about John Jones. If he wanted to fight, he would have fought already. He would have went back to light heavyweight and fought Jan Blachowicz or something. He's too small for heavyweight, man. He's just looking to get a big crash gra cash grab with Francis, but he knows he's going to get knocked out, so he's trying to get as much money as he can to take that ass beating. Which, yeah, that's what prize fighting is. You try and get as much money as you can. Also... John Jones does not take fights that he thinks he's going to lose. He takes strategic fights, and he's confident enough and knows what he can do in, in, in any matchup. He's not a guy who's just taking any fight. I think we've seen that. I think we see, saw that uh, most when he said he wouldn't fight Sonnen on, on short notice because he was training for someone else. So don't don't buy this shit. Also... Just want to point out, if you look at uh, back to the beginning of 2019, John Jones fought three times, three title fights, three pay-per-view headliners, three wins. Covington, who says that Jones hasn't fought much, he would have fought by now, also three fights. Two wins, one loss. The loss was the only pay-per-view he, he headlined, title fight pay-per-view. So if you've fought the same amount, as the guy you're saying hasn't fought, what does that say about you? Um, so in this interview too, I think, well, not this interview, but in another interview, he was wearing a defund the media shirt, which I found to be, again, lack of self-awareness because we know that without the media, Colby Covington is just some dude, just some dude yelling at the clouds. The only people that, that, Without the media paying attention to Colby Covington, he's nothing. The media created him. So he created this asshole character, I guess. Says it's a character. I don't buy that. I don't. The, the reasoning doesn't uh, shake out. But, all right, so he did this for, for the attention. For whose attention, though? Because if the media ignores it, it dies. But if the media buys into it, uh, plays it up, and it does, and then it spreads, and then it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. The media uses Covington for clicks. I find that 
kind of gross. And Covington uses the media for to spread his to spread his uh, brand. It's kind of a relationship that goes hand in hand. But yet Covington thinks the media, you know, defund the evil media. The media uses him. He uses the media, and he should be happy that the media gave him any attention at all because it was the media that made him what he is now, and it's the media that keeps him what he is now because he doesn't have a fight scheduled. He's not fighting, but the but the media keeps going to him to talk to him because it can get clicks from him. And so, if this was any you know anybody else, we wouldn't care. I, well, I, we wouldn't care what Covington has to say, but the clicks come because he says outrageous and stupid things. And so the media always goes to him for whatever, and he should be happy for that. He should be grateful for that because without the media, Colby Covington is just another schlub with a big mouth. That's it. So be thankful. One day that media will be gone and you'll just be some guy yelling, yelling at the wall. Keep that in mind, Colby Covington. So speaking to, I think it was uh, also to the um, MMA Roasted, Covington said that he had never been taken down in the UFC. This was in a reference to fighting George St. Pierre. He also said that he would have an easy time fighting George St. Pierre, which I don't think that would happen, but you know he's entitled to his opinion, even if it is wrong. But he said that, he has never been taken down in the UFC, and George St. Pierre wouldn't be the first person to take him down. George St. Pierre, if he did take Covington down, would actually be the fourth person to take him down in the in the UFC. Uh, Woodley took him down, Kim took him down, and Dos Anjos took him down. A total of six takedowns in those three fights. Covington's takedown defense in the UFC is 75%. These numbers are a Google search away. So... To say that he was never taken down is just a flat-out lie. It's easily, you know, you can easily find that find that information. But here he is just spreading some kind of bullshit. And it's kind of funny that it's so pathetic. But I think what bothers me about this is that, <clears throat> excuse me, not that he tries to get away with it, but that he does get away with it. And this is the same kind of thing that Dana White gets away with and Ali Abdel-Aziz gets away with and sometimes Conor McGregor gets away with. It's they say something that they know is a lie and they also say it knowing the MMA media for the most part is not going to challenge that lie and they are going to report that lie and they're not going to add any context to that lie. So the story I saw, I, I'm not going to blast the site because I, I just, I don't want to do that. I saw that the it just word for word what was said on the MMA Roasted and did not add the context that this was not true. And some sites do add context, some sites don't. To not do so when you know that this is untrue or that you can easily check it is lazy journalism. And it's just click generating journalism. At the very least, check what the guy says. If he makes a claim on his stats, that's the easy, one of the easiest things to check. And you go to UFC stats, and you go one fight down, and you see, well, there's a takedown. And you go a couple more fights down, and then you see there's two other takedowns, and then there's a couple other takedowns. So there's six takedowns by three guys, and, well, you're full of shit, Colby Covington. So, you know, it, why not get away with a lie if you can? Good for you. 
just because the media doesn't check it doesn't mean you shouldn't try it. If you're not cheating, you're not trying. Well, Covington's trying and he's succeeding. He's succeeding in, in having the media report his words as is without context and without without even checking a stat. It's lazy. It's wrong. And check it. Add context to it. Call the guy out for being a liar. Question him if he's lying. All this should be done. Otherwise, you're just trans, just transcribing, and then that's uh, that's not good. So my final thing about all this is that Colby Covington seems to think he's witty and smarter than he is. He seems to think he's on par with Chael Sonnen, and I hope that I hope no one believes that because I think a lot of Sonnen's stuff was character driven, and. I think it was done with a wink, and I think some of it was so over the top, it was obviously done with a wink. But Covington just strikes me as a kind of a low-grade, base-level kind of knucklehead who kind of believes what he says. And I I compare it to this. I think Chael Sonnen is the, the, the real product, and then you have the knockoff product. Colby Covington is the the lowest of the low knockoff product. He's like the the Dollar General product of of a, a version of a Chael Sonnen. He you know they look the same. The branding kind of looks the same, but then when you get closer, the smell is different. The taste is different. You check go down the ingredient list. You check the ingredient list, and you realize holy shit, a lot of this is poison, and can probably kill me if I keep ingesting it over and over and over. That's what Colby Covington strikes me as. The the poisonous, cheap, dangerous version of Chael. I would uh I wouldn't be sad if his if his reign atop of the media pile went away. Probably not gonna, but wouldn't break my heart. Um so speaking of Covington, and this 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 came to my mind too because I fall into the media category here. So say I criticize the UFC for something legit, say pay, say health and safety, things we know the UFC doesn't really care about. The the pay thing, we know the, the, the revenue split. We know it's more than 80% of the UFC, less than 20% of the fighters, and we know that because it's in the court documents that the UFC itself provided. So we know that is a fact. And uh, so I say that, or some are... Or someone else says that. Someone else reports on it or offers an opinion on it. And they are labeled difficult, bad, you know, fake news. Why do you hate the UFC? Why do you hate Dana White? Why do you hate the fighters? None of that's true, but that's what the, 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 the media gets labeled as if they are critical of a factual business practice of the UFC. Meanwhile, you got Colby Covington over here crapping on other fighters, pushing down on other fighters, offering opinions on other fighters that are just ridiculous and wrong. He's pushing down, and then they tell you that, well, well, he's just promoting himself. Well, that's the worst and cheapest kind of promotion. So he's a good guy for speaking up. They'll tell you, he's just, you know, he's just speaking the truth. But the MMA, when MMA media, when they speak the truth, they're they're fake news. They're difficult. They're they they hate the sport. But Covington does all the same kind of things, and he's a hero. He does cheap promotions, he pushes down, he punches down, he degrades everyone else's accomplishments, and that's seen as heroic, good, 
good promotion. It's the lowest of the low. It's the worst kind of promotion. He's the worst kind of promoter. He just pushes people down to elevate himself. It's a bully move, and it's the cheapest and lowest of the bully moves. But yet, that's admirable. And the same people that admire Covington for this will degrade the MMA media for speaking up on the on the part of the fighters to improve their lot in the sport. Why is that? Where's the disconnect? I wish I knew. It would make my life a lot easier if I knew. But here's where we are. I don't get it. I don't. That's something I'll never get. If someone can explain it to me, let me know. Until uh, until I hear otherwise, I. Uh, I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing and I hope other people will do the same um, and speak up when they see you wrong and hope, you know, try and make things better for the fighters. Yes, even the fighters like Colby Covington. Yeah, I would like to see Colby Covington paid more. I would like to see him get health care. Do I like his personality? No. Do I respect what he does as a athlete, as a fighter? 100%. Do I think he's a good fighter? Yeah. I mean, he's a relentless fighter. I just don't like his personality and, his, and, and how he sells himself. But good fighter, one of the top welterweights, could be a champion. I, will, I won't say anything bad about his fighting. How he tries to push himself up by pushing others down, I will absolutely speak up about that. And I'll do the same with any other fighter. And on that note, I'm going to call it a night and... I think I'll be back um, for a Wednesday edition and then a Friday edition. I'm going to try and just do three a week and maybe some minute, some quick uh, shorts and do some more writing. But I think the schedule wise, three or four times a week is going to be best for me going forward and best for my work on Bloody Elbow and other things that I have going on. Um, so we'll see how that works. Maybe Patreon will pick up and I'll do another one, extra one a month or two a month. Uh, but we'll see. And uh, until then, everyone stay safe.